0: On this was a Vekanda pod. We have a grieving circle to discuss the Packers' loss to the 49ers in the divisional round. If you haven't already, hit subscribe on your podcast platform of choice and give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter at the Packers Pod.
1: High oh, snap again, end zone and. Pick. Accepted by Rasul Douglas, and the Packers are going to win it. AJ Green was the target, and he never looked for the ball.
0: Hey there, everybody, and welcome back to the Pack It Up Packers Podcast. This is Ryan, joined as always by Josh and Dan. Hello, gents. Hey that guys.
2: Is, hey, guys. hey. I hate to admit it. I hate to admit it, but I had a long day Saturday during the day and. I fell asleep after the first drive. What time's the game next week?
0: Well, oh, I mean sooner. we we didn't we didn't uh, trail for a single second. Dan didn't trail for a second single second. Didn't give up a defensive touchdown. Biggers. Like seventy like total just, points, right? Yeah, overhit. Aaron Jones went for a hundred and seventy combined yards. Like oh, unstoppable. Gary. Two sacks. I mean, dude, you missed a game, man.
2: You oh, missed an absolute
0: figures. stunner in Lambeau Field.
2: Uh, it was a stunner. It was a stunner. <laughs> and, yeah. You know, to the to the faithful listeners, uh, thank you for still being here because I know podcasts for my, my teams uh, after a loss are hard to listen to. So you're a real one if you hit play on this one. And we're here to commiserate with you because uh, none of us expected to be hanging it up so soon.
0: Yeah, um, we'll, we'll keep this one short. We're just going to kind of discuss some stuff. So final score, 13 to 10. I mean, we'll just cut right to the good stuff. I I don't remember the last time this defense looked this good, and I think if I had to pinpoint it, it was two years ago, maybe even three years ago, opening weekend in Chicago, where they – got turnovers when they needed turnovers they got sacks they were vicious they held Bears to single digits it was just one of those that was like wow this off our defense is on one and it felt the same way in today that i mean every single person even you have Darius Smith on the first play back since week 1 getting a sack and bowling over Tomlinson it's just there's a lot of things to like and Obviously, we can be a little nitpicky, as we usually are, that uh, if Stokes turns around and plays the ball instead of the guy, he probably gets one. There's been a few that were so darn close to just being bad throws by Jimmy G, and we didn't pull it off. But overall, if you want to make a statement as a defense, and if you want to build off of that for next year, I don't know how you could have played a better game.
2: Yeah, that is yeah. was- well coached even to, to stop that running game, right? Everyone was assignment sound. They protected the edges. They had gap integrity. The pass rush was off the charts. So much fun to watch. And even with Jair not healthy, he's coming in on third downs and you didn't see him get picked on. You didn't see Stokes get picked on. You know, yes, the 49ers missed some chances with some drops, but we only gave up six points to a playoff team. Like that's a hell of a performance from a defense.
1: Yep, And even even when their backs were against the wall, uh, you know, they came up with the interception with Amos, you know, based off of Kenny Clark's uh, pressure. Um, and, and then there, there was another one where they got sacks to push him out of field goal range. So it, it, it was it was fun to see the defense actually step up and actually, you know, hey, we got your back. Now go score. Um, you know, it, it wasn't the best field position battle on our side, at least. Um we were fighting uphill, but they, they held up and only gave up six points and really only gave up three points until they're right at the end. So mm-hmm. such a shame to finally have a defensive a performance right. for the Packers and it goes to waste.
2: And the unit we we trust on just being there every week is the one that couldn't come through in the offense. But hey, we we've got real players. I mean, Kenny Clark's still under contract, Rashawn Gary came through in his third year and we can be excited about what he's about to bring the secondary with Jair paired up with Eric Stokes and maybe keeping like a Rasul Douglas along. I think Chandon Sullivan's contract is up, but you hope one of those two guys coming back, like the secondary starting to look nice. We're building somewhere. Maybe you get the core of a, of a nice defense all of a sudden. Hey,
1: Hey, and even maybe a Z Smith. I'm, when we saw Preston, 19 Gary million, Zadarius and Clark line up rushing the passer, I was like, this is what we've been missing all year. This this yeah. is what we're all hoping for right here. <laughs> there will be
2: off-season yeah. pods about contract situations, but uh, maybe even Aziz Smith. I'll just leave it at that.
0: Yeah, uh, we had struggled down the stretch on third-down efficiency. We held the 49ers to four for 11. They were 0-1 on that fourth down where they needed about, uh I don't even know a foot I I mean I think it was probably one of Amos's better games Barnes had moments where he was fighting through people to get to Mitchell still in the backfield I mean there was nobody well there was one guy we'll get to in a second but even Lowry Lowry had a fantastic game getting his hands up when he didn't make it in the backfield. And really one of the the negatives is Lancaster again, just, and it wasn't even necessarily on his defensive (laughs) end. It's just a blocking scheme and special teams that he just get blown up. It's, Uh. it's just, it's, it's so fun to watch this team click and you immediately saw the biggest difference in my mind was they had this swagger that you knew was a light switch moment. As soon as Jair and Z were back on the field like it just felt like they were more animated they were more hyped and uh I'm with Josh it's gonna be a very very interesting uh offseason I think that we probably are playing with one Smith next year who which one of those I I don't know but when you have Kenny Clark Slayton had moments uh Gary is coming around. I think our secondary is just about as good as they can be in terms of I we have a one and two cornerback guy. Uh, and we'll just see how long we can extend Rasul, how long we can send Jair. It's going to be very, very interesting play. But I feel like defensively we have a lot of pieces and a lot of guys that I feel like we could get a quote unquote hometown discount from. Which I don't necessarily feel on the same way uh, for some guys on the offensive side, but it's just uh, it's a shame that it went to waste the way it did. So let's see, which uh, pick your poison, which Mm. unit would we like to to cry over? We'll save the worst for last. Uh, Offense, (laughs) Uh, we on text messages in different text messages groups. I don't know if we could have been more excited about how the game started. Uh, Andy, who, who jumps on this pod as our emergency backup texted, I hope the 49ers defer and we just run it down their throats in the first drive for a touchdown, and that's exactly what happened. It was bonkers. I felt for sure that we were going to win this game just from how good they looked and then going three and out, three and out, three and out, three and out from the 49ers. It just felt like the tables had totally turned. But other than that drive, it was a whole lot of poo-poo, except for one big play from Jones going 75 yards as he slipped behind the defender. So let's talk about this offense. Do we blame – Rodgers seeming to force things more or LaFleur setting up these plays that didn't quite take advantage of the 49ers defense they were going against.
1: I'd, I'd say combination, but I'm leaning to- towards more Aaron Rogers. Um, specifically later in the game, he turned into his old hero self. He tried to do everything himself. He was holding onto the ball way too long hoping for Devontae to come open way downfield over top of the safeties. We even saw it in the final throw to Devontae. You had other people open, you know, and Aaron Rodgers' eyes were on one person. Um, It it was weird to see because, like you said, the first drive, you know, he was getting it to Adams pretty easily. But they were doing some creative things uh, covering him up. They they were moving around those safeties pre-snap and then dropping into different zones. Um, after the snap occurred, and it it took Aaron Rodgers that split second, like Dan, Dan always says, it took him that split second longer. And when you create pressure like they were, it, it caused a little havoc. Uh, like we did have success, but just we couldn't punch it in. So it, it's... It's a shame that, you know, yet again, another special teams debacle, but I feel even with those special team mishaps, we should have won this game. I mean, it felt like we should have been up double digits easy in the first half, and we only escaped with seven points. So I I put it all on Aaron Rodgers. I'm sorry, but, you you know, you say you're the best, the MVP, the baddest of the bad, and you, you can't even get it in the end zone one time. So it's it's sad to say but it, it it was a rough night for our offense.
2: You, did you just talk yourself out of putting any blame on LaFleur? You started with a yep. mix and you ended with yep. all Rogers. Nope. It's all
1: Rogers now. It is all Rogers. I it, I'm yeah. I'm with
2: you. I don't I don't think LaFleur called uh, 21 plays that were targets for Aaron Jones and Devontae Adams and only six other plays that were targeting anybody else. I don't think that's what the game plan was. We all knew they didn't have anyone to cover Devontae. Devontae had a hell of a game. But to your point about the movement, the safeties were showing pre-snap. They showed a great replay of it where the guy comes down in the box. Rogers checks to Devontae pre-snap. And right before he snaps at the safety bails and he has to, he's looking at Devontae because he thought he had something. All of a sudden the safety's back there giving him double coverage. And Devont, or Devontae Aaron's got to look across the other side of the field, and that's that half second on the pass rush where our line couldn't hold up. So, uh it's a great defense. I'm I'm going to give them credit there, but the the forcing of the ball to only two people was ridiculous. The Ambry Thomas goes down with an injury, and he immediately feeds it to Devontae, who beat his guy off the jump, but wasn't open. You know, he beat his guy off the line of scrimmage to the outside. But he was not open by any means, and that was the only thing Rodgers was doing on that play. was like, well, oh, I just trust 17 to go get it. And and you know what? That works a lot. But throughout the entire course of the game, that deep shot on the final throw was just ridiculous. Equinemius has this guy beat by three, four yards downfield. I think it was Alan Lazard coming over the middle wide open, all for first downs, all to extend the drive. Um, hero ball. Hero ball. We saw it again, and, and we didn't need it. We didn't need it. We had a, a great offensive game plan going. And um I don't blame Mercedes Lewis for the fumble, but for some reason the the game plan seemed to win out. It was thrown out with the what was it throw out the baby with the bathwater? It's like we threw out the game plan after yeah, that, that fumble, and it, yeah. and it just makes no sense. The the score didn't change. Our defense held up. We got the ball back. Still up seven nothing. Why did the game plan change on one turnover?
0: Yeah, and the the. Weather conditions obviously affected the game. I don't remember seeing that many drop passes where the pass hit them in the hands. You know, there's there's been games we've seen before that have been really windy. And so they're leading the receiver a little too far. Or it's a little bit behind the receiver, but it was a struggle fest on multiple fronts. Uh, but with that. There was a lot of throws by Aaron Rodgers that were low. The Zard catch was right off the ground. There was two uh, Adams catches that were right off the ground. Things that were just like, man, if you lead this guy or if you just become a little bit more accurate, as we all know Aaron Rodgers touts to be. I feel like we make a lot more big plays just even just being more, <laughs> you know, yeah, acclim- he was mad at himself. You know, himself? It's, I, I understand it's, it's zero degrees. I understand it's not the easiest conditions to play in, but I also felt like there was a good eight throws by Aaron Rogers. We were like, dude, this has to be better. Like this has to be not even decision-making, but just rows in general. And so it's, uh it's frustrating. And I know Dan, you were wanting to bring up the certain guy in the backfield, but, before we do that the line it found ways to hold up but at the end of the day it's just it's so frustrating to know that Bakhtiari wasn't available it's so frustrating to know that you have a, you know Kelly with a dumb dumb penalty when we were on about the 3 yard line it's just there was a few more mistakes than usual by the offensive line and of course it happens in a game where our offense just can't get going so I, it's shout out to Aaron Jones I mean as soon as he signed that extension he's he's played nearly out of his mind every single week I appreciate everything he does and even with Dylan going down there was some a lot of big boy three to four yard carries by him that I just appreciated the heck out of so I'm, I'm excited to have this backfield back next year but until then Dan would you like to have a somber moment about our boy AJ Dylan? That's probably the hypothetical I'm I'm
2: most sad about is zero-degree weather, second half of a playoff game, the snow starts coming down. That's A.J. Dillon time, and I don't know if he broke a rib or what, but all of a sudden he can't give it a go, and it's like this is the moment that you need him pushing the pile for four yards at a time and extending these drives. But I got another hypothetical I want to throw out because we're living in the hypothetical if we just fix one thing because it was a one-score NFL game. Do you guys think we win this game if, flashback to earlier in the year, we get Odell Beckham? Mm. I don't
0: know. I,
1: I, don't, I don't think so. I, I think.
2: Do you think Rodgers looks at a second receiver in that scenario? No.
1: no. I, I mean, because <laughs> look back in this game and you can see Alan Lazard open. You can see EQ open. You can see DeGuara open, and he's not throwing it to them. So... Uh, I think he just thought there was something that wasn't there.
2: There's another hypothetical. What if the Guara caught it?
1: Mm.
2: (sighs) Anyways, what's really sad is uh, we already dealt with this this morning and and talked it through as a team. Uh, The Packers haters will have a fun time, and there's nothing as a Packer fan that you can do uh, to, to talk back to it, right? Like, yes, Aaron Rodgers, one of the most talented quarterbacks of all time. He's not one of the most winning quarterbacks of all time. He, he's just not getting it done in the playoffs and not just prior to today, but today sort of cemented that you can't just say it's on the defense. It's on the special teams. It's never on Aaron Rodgers. This one's on him quite a bit more than, than other ones have been.
0: Yeah, it's unfortunate. And um, I know that's going to be a huge conversation starter. Get ready. I mean, I'm already nauseous with it and, and, nine in 24 hours after the game about what his next moves is he's got one more year on this contract they could uh franchise Devontae. there's a lot of reasons of why they could probably put together 95 percent of this roster again and make a, another I, go at it but i don't know if you can after three straight years of should have been the time and it didn't happen I, I love how
1: national media forgets to mention that he still has a year left on his contract with the packers like He's not just a free agent, people. You got to remember this. Like we have control over him.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My well,
2: family was actually confused. They thought the the contract was up. I'm like, no, we could keep him. I just think it's one of these mm-hmm. scenarios. Based on his comments, uh, he might not want to be here. And you know, maybe we just become a defensive team next year. There'll be plenty of opportunities to talk that through. But uh, I sense Ryan was about to do this, and uh, we haven't talked about mm. the real poo-poo in the bed situation from mm. Saturday night a
1: poo-poo in the bed that should have been taken care of in the middle of the season
0: ah uh, yeah I, I the the miss field goal because of a block I think you shrug it off and go what the hell uh but the fact that San Francisco's starting position was, I think, around the 38 for the entire first half, and a, a big chunk of that was just getting good return yardage, and then the punt block. I mean, it's unfortunate. It really, really, really is, because if we put up, let's just say we put up 24 points, just a good old 24-point day on offense, we could have two of the biggest meltdowns this season in special teams, and it wouldn't have mattered a single bit. That being said, there has not been a single week this entire regular season. We have gone 17 games in 18 weeks, and at no point other than Moore's returnability in week 17 have we said, wow, the special teams unit is going to be okay. It's going to be stable enough. Every single week we've gone – these guys are going to F it up for us, and they F'd it up for us. I don't understand. No. And you know what? I actually think that this spin zone, I think this actually changes Packers' philosophy moving forward. Because we to. let we to. let Peden go all the way through the season. We let Drayden go all the way through the season. And both people killed us. Because if you remember little Scotty going behind us on King when we're not playing back to just say, if they get a field goal, great, whatever, we're good. And then we had the miscues against the 49ers. I think moving forward, at least for the near term, if something is not working in Green Bay, it you are not, you are not safe anymore. You will not make it through the whole year. The Bears can keep their head coaching streak of not being fired mid-year intact. Great, whatever. I don't care. I guarantee you that the Packers organization looks at, at whom they have in the coaching room. And if you are not doing your job, it doesn't matter whether it's week four or 14, you are done. And, yeah. and maybe that's a good thing for this Packers organization.
1: No, I, I completely agree. And I, I mean, you could see it in Lafleur's face at the end of the game after that punt was blocked. He goes, are you kidding me? Not Like, not again. We're gonna lose this because of two stupid plays on something that I should have taken care of in week three. I I think it's absolutely ridiculous. Like it's no personal, it's not a personal attack to fire a coach in the middle of the season. If you just stink at your job, you stink. Sorry, we need to replace you because we want to win a Super Bowl. And yet again to be held back because of a certain coach is just unexcusable. And I and I think you know I don't blame Lafleur for the offensive. Uh, failures but i do within his own coaching staff because to just see every week your special teams just not even they don't even get better sometimes they get worse and to make no changes is is just mind-blowing to me and i think you're right on we have to realize this especially when it was so glaring in the beginning of the season make those changes and tighten things up going into the uh, later half of the season but who knows we'll see it's always a tricky thing when you talk about firing coaches
2: it shouldn't be i don't care like it sounds like he's a nice guy but i'd like to think i'm a nice guy but if i can't perform in my job i would be let go and it was obvious from everyone including us talking heads that don't know football you know we don't know a tenth of the football that those guys know uh that that this guy couldn't do his job so You know, not to, I don't know if we even mentioned the 10 guys on the field to try to block the game winning field goal. It's just an embarrassment. And I'm confused why there hasn't been an announcement that he's fired already. Like, what's taking 24 hours? Yeah.
0: And it's one thing, too. uh, This is going to sound, I know this is the NFL and this is the top level of football, and you can't be making simple, simple mistakes like this. But a reminder that it wasn't like the Packers used up their timeouts. And San Francisco came right on and, and kicked the field goal. The San Francisco 49ers took a timeout to set up that field goal. We had a timeout, and we still sent 10 dudes out on the season-ending kick. Now, would it have changed it at all? Ah, who knows? But it's Probably embarrassing. Not, but it's, 10. it's embarrassing. Yeah, and that's uh,
2: – I had texted my brother and dad uh, maybe an hour before the block punt for a touchdown. Special teams will ruin our season. Mm. and they, you know, went back to that text in the thread and replied directly to it. And they're like, how prophetic. And I'm like, I think we all could have told you this two months ago. So here we are. Uh, we had a ton of talent. We had a fun ride. I mean, can't can't argue a 14-3 and three team. Yeah, they gave us a lot of victories. They gave us a lot of great storylines. Uh, it's It's been fun to watch Rodgers as a Packer. If that, you know, doesn't continue, he's been a hell of a quarterback for 17 years. Uh, but I think uh, off season of change is about to come, and who knows where it's going to take us?
1: And maybe not. Maybe we'll have the same team back and give yeah. another go. Yeah,
0: it's just like <laughs> yeah, it's a fourth year. Okay. Of, a fourth year <laughs> of pain, college baby. That's uh, this is what we got to do. But uh, yeah. Shout out to everybody that's listened to us um, and has followed us on social media and has reached out in DMs and wanted to talk Packers. This is officially ends our third year of doing this. Uh, Good news is we've, this podcast has single-handedly brought the Packers 13 wins each and every year the bad news is we will stab you in the back during playoffs so
2: yeah we're never recording in the playoffs just hang it (laughs) up we're We're a regular season podcast just like our quarterback
0: we do a playoff (laughs) preview and then we just let this baby ride from now on because yeah we we put the pack it up in pack it up pod holy moly but uh yeah, it's Still, been awesome. It's been awesome. Our, yeah, I'll, I'll did all that. I
2: appreciate all the listeners and the the interactions we have. And uh, I assume there'll be. I'm, I'm hanging up the microphone for a little bit, but I assume there's going to be some emergency pods, whether that's a couple days from now or three days from now. or well, what's over under three or, days or, or <laughs> draft night. I don't know. It yeah. could be. A, a, I'm excited <laughs> for everything that could be. Yes, it means the Packers' record could be worse next year, but. Uh maybe it's time for change. And, you know, reaching the NFC Championship game is fun and all, but I'm I'm tired of these playoff losses, so get ready for a wild ride.
0: Yeah. Well, good news is at least we've been in this position. Uh if you are a fan of the Texans, if you're a fan of uh even like the Raiders or something like that, like it's when you're just not even making the playoffs that sucks so you you got to take the good with the bad in sports of it hurts this much because we were so good it's a lot different than it hurts because we just suck so (laughs) well we'll just take it that that is very true we'll take it with a grain of salt because i'm sure there's some people in in detroit that would go oh you mean three-time nfc north winner oh you got hurt in the playoffs i don't even know what that is what is the playoffs so uh We'll take it with a uh, with a grain of salt that things uh things might happen and uh, as of, as of right now I don't want to jinx this but uh, the L.A. Rams are whooping the That's hell funny. out of Tampa Bay for it. Tom Brady just got intercepted so. There's a good chance that the uh, Rams, when we are recording this right now, could go up by 24 at halftime. So. It's funny you say oh, that because I'm watching it on GameCast
2: on one of my monitors as well. And I was like, <laughs> I'm not going to say anything because by the time the podcast comes out, Tom Brady will be in the NFC Championship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. So. Yeah, you
2: just janked him.
0: Damn. Yeah. All right. Well, everybody, uh, I hope you uh, enjoy Tom Brady highlights you're about to see. And uh, we'll catch you again when we're talking – draft picks and all that kind of good stuff. So until then, thank you, everybody.
2: And go Packers.